Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson, and if you're a recruiter out on your own or just lacking general advice or mentorship, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the strategies, and the support you need to become the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, let's take your desk to another level. Now, today's episode, I won't mention their name, but someone has uh, written in a question and, and asked us, what defines a high-performing sales culture in recruitment, and it's a great question because <clears throat> this person wrote to me in the context saying, whenever I apply for jobs in recruitment or whenever I look at recruitment um, ads, they all say, you know, it's a high performance uh, recruitment culture. And um, they were asking me, what does that mean? What does that actually mean? I'd love to get you to break that down. So, you know, this might be this might ring true for you or not. What I'm going to give you a you know, five or six things to look out for when you are looking at or assessing uh, environments to work in, or um, you might be able to apply this to your own business or things you're trying to create, like how do I get the best out of my team? Got some pretty um, great stuff here. But what I want to start with is really defining what high performance means, because I think it's a very intangible phrase, right? It, it, you know, the things that come to mind is um, obviously, they make a lot of money, but then the, on the flip side, maybe that's a mask for we whip the crap out of our staff and we're high performance to so don't fuck around and, and waste our time. Um, so I think it's important, though, you understand and define what high performance means. So for me, a high performing uh, sales culture and recruitment is obviously going to involve financial outcomes. But for me, if you want to... Uh, really have that holistic approach. It's going to be a happy office as well. Like people aren't burning out. They're not, re- you know, bleary-eyed working till 10 p.m. We all have those moments where you do work a bit harder. But for me, a high-performing sales culture is balancing that work-life balance and that sort of pressure feeling with with outcomes. And if you can get the outcomes and have a happy workforce, I actually think that's the that's the secret sauce. And in fact, I'd rather have slightly less performance but have that happiness there than have full throttle performance and just burning people out and churning through them, right? So the first thing you want to do is, is define like define that. And I know that's the question that this person's asked me, what, what does define that? Um, I don't think there's a straight answer, but what we can do is, is, is look at certain elements of a business or, or um, culture and, then, and, and within that, I think you can determine what aligns with your values and, and your, you know, your expectations for yourself. And I think that's the best lens to look at it through, right? Is like, how does this suit you? You know your numbers, you know where you're at, you know what your current situation is, you know what your abilities are. You may or may not know what your gaps are, but I think if you can put that next to these these items, then you're going to have a pretty good feeling of, of whether it's a good fit for you or not or, or where you need to take your business, you know, in terms of developing your own culture. So the first thing is, clear goals and metrics, right? If your business doesn't have very clear goals and metrics, um, expectations, then you don't know what you're chasing. What, 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 what is like define, define success, you know? Um, so I think, I think if you're interviewing and you're looking at companies, asking that question, what's the goal? Like, what do you expect from your, um, recruiters and vice versa? If you own an agency, and um, you're, you're creating that culture, make sure you have clear goals and metrics for your staff because otherwise they will not know when they're doing okay and when they're doing exceptionally well. And that's quite common because we're always stretching. Push, 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 push. You've had a great month. Let's have another great month. But like 
that becomes quite an empty thing. People need to know you've done really bloody well, right? So clear goals and metrics. That's that's one thing to look out for. The other, the next one is where's the focus? So like, are we focusing on KPIs or are we focusing on results? Okay, and that's a great question to ask yourself. Ask the business, ask any environment, is to go, are we are we so focused on KPIs that we're losing sight of the what, what we're here for, which is in the context of high performance, which is the outcomes? Um, or do those KPIs, resu- like, are they giving the results? And if they're not, then maybe they've got the focus in the wrong place. Or are they completely focused on outcomes and not so much KPIs? Is there a balance? I, that's a great place to also probe. What's that balance between KPIs and outcomes? Like, Let's, let's look a little bit on, at that. I think there needs to be some sort of a balance. Can't go heavily one way and heavily the other because if you just go on outcomes, yes, you might get them, but when it doesn't work, you've kind of got nothing to look back on and go, where did it go wrong? And, and, and if it's just KPIs, and we've seen those environments, that you can be so constrained and so sort of like stuck on the, the, the KPIs that you need to meet that, that really, you know, the outcomes get a little bit lost. So I think looking at that... Um, what continuous improvement programs, you know, learning and development programs do you have? Whether it's your business, again, whether you're looking at another agency, where do they sit in terms of like improving these people day in, day out? Whether you're a graduate or whether you're a senior principal, you know, seasoned recruiter, what does that continual improvement program look like? Um, Is it tailored? Is it one size fits all? how regular is it, these things will sort of give you a feeling for um, how successful this group's going to be and continue being. Um, the next one's team collaboration because recruitment is a solo game in a lot of, in a lot of ways, but the moment you can connect people and, and leverage people and create some synergies and crossovers and some cross-referrals, that's the secret sauce. That's that's that that next level, you know, level up on placement. So, if, like for example, if you are a lone recruiter and you don't have anyone to leverage out of, you are missing out on massive opportunities. Like maybe you need to go out and find similar sole recruiters and say, look, this is what I do, this is what you do, this is what he does, this is what she does. Where can we cross refer? You might find two, three, four more placements a year, and that's all profit compared to what you're doing now, right? And that's how you got to view it. Um, and again, if you're interviewing for a role, if you're you know looking to join another agency, just asking what does team collaboration look like, and and it's for what they're not saying right because it's so, we're when I've recruited recruiters, the one thing I've learned is that we're all in sales, and it's like people are very good at selling themselves, and so you've got to really get quite attuned to what are they not saying, and I think that's no different when you're interviewing with a company as well. So team collaboration, I think, is a huge you know, factor for defining a high-performing sales culture in recruitment. Um, Two more to go. Obviously, commissions, recognition and reward. What does that look like? Is there clear pathways up? Are there clear recognitions and rewards for hitting certain milestones, promotional opportunities? Do you have a great commission structure, a bad commission structure? Is it just about commission or is it about the accolades? Understanding what that looks like is great. Um... And then look, the last thing to look at, whether you're a business owner, whether you are joining a company or whether you're just trying to assess your your company versus someone else, what is the tenure? What is the turnover of staff 
in that business. And we know this, right? Like we do this with with the clients we service and we look at tenure and what does that look like? Go on to LinkedIn, go on to the company page, look at the um, look at the is it stats? Um, and and it'll give you company turnover. We all know this. Look at the look at the recruitment agencies. What's the what's the average turnover? Uh, or tenure of staff in that business because if it's if it's a fast turnover, there's there's an issue somewhere, and that's possibly something to raise, something to assess if you if you're looking at your own business. Why why are these people turning over? What do they keep saying to me? Don't put your head in the sand, you know. Don't ignore it. That's telling you something. People are coming in and they're not happy and they're leaving. That's that's possibly the number one you know thing for me is like is that high performing or not? It might be it might be that whole it's high performance, but we're burning people out. You know, and that's that thing we said at the top of the episode. So I don't think that's healthy. Um, or it's all culture and no performance, like no outcomes and people going, I'm not making money, I'm making fun, but, you know, i got I got things to pay for and, and things to, to buy and, you know, a life to sustain. So that's it. Clear goals and metrics. Is the focus on KPIs or results? What's the continuous improvement program look like? Team collaboration. Is it there or not? What does recognition and reward look like? And then... Last but not least, what's the average tenure of, of staff in that business? That's, to me, are all the ingredients that define a high-performing sales culture. I know there's a ton more things you could cover, but they're the main ones. And if and again, if and, and this this podcast, someone pointed out to me, it's it's for everyone, right? It's it's for lone recruiters, it's for people who are trying to, you know, build and scale agencies. It might be for a junior recruiter who who's just looking for another job. And this episode's applicable to all of those people because these are the big chunky parts that I think go into the ingredients that go into defining what a high performing sales culture and recruitment looks like. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all we have time for today. If you've got anything out of today's episode, click like, share, subscribe, you know, the drill, have an amazing day. And as always, may all your deals come true. (laughs) 